Hi friends, I'm Veronica, and this is All of the Things podcast, where we are going to be discussing, you guessed it, all of the things on a mission to deepen our relationship with ourselves, finding our own individual truths and our own individual paths, and the courage and freedom to walk that. Thank you for joining me, and let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome back. What a beautiful day it is outside today. The sun is shining. I feel like I've got a very sunny perspective today. And so I thought it was a perfect time to jump in and jump on a quick little reflection on perfection. Ooh, I like that that rhymed. So I was having to think because I definitely see, I spoke last week about divisiveness and just trying to keep your calm in the midst of the chaos. And I think this year with all of its goings on has definitely created very, very specific divides and lines in the sand. And people are being very, very vocal and about their opinions and, 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 um, and I was just having a think about the sort of the feelings behind those opinions. So like I've mentioned before, and if you know me, you know that I am very opinionated. I've got a lot of opinions. I've got a lot of feelings. I think I'm right about those feelings and opinions. Um, I am open to having conversations to change my mind, but there are a lot of things where like my heels are dug pretty deep in the sand about them. And I think that's cool. I, I appreciate and I have a lot of respect for someone that knows who they are and has their, you know, certain lines in the sand and lives by them and sticks by them and, and isn't super easily swayed. Open-mindedness is important. Open-heartedness is important, obviously. But, um, one thing that has shifted and changed my life drastically, and it is something that I have to continue to work on because it is something that was kind of programmed for a long time is that my righteousness is not dependent on someone else agreeing with me. And I just see so much anger and this desire to change people's minds. And then it turns into real weird manipulation, like really weird manipulation. And from people, to be honest, that it's shocking me, like people that I had a lot of, lot of respect for are like kind of sharing uh, quote unquote information that is not even trying to be uh, helpful. I don't think it's just really controversial. And um, the only outcome that I can see is to create more anger and divide and pain and and that's just weird and not on for me but i used to get really really in a 
tizzy really about other people doing them. I think that it's important to realize that, you know, definitely people can, thank God, have different opinions and different ways of being. But for me, there's a line where I say, you know, there's deal breakers for me when it comes to relationships, friendships, uh, business, whatever the relationship is, there's definitely deal breakers when it comes to certain value systems for me. And I think that that's cool. And I think that we can and should have that. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that I'm not down with people who are racist, for example. Um, and I'm not, that's not something that I'm going to vibe with. And this is what that looks like for me. But I think that there's a lot of areas where we can agree to disagree. And that's really, really cool. And so going back to the idea of perfectionism, I see this whole sort of like some people and some narratives are really striving towards this oneness, right? Like this idea that we are one. And I think that humanity and humans, we are beautiful, complex beings, whatever your dogma, whatever your belief system uh, about our purpose and our why and you know from where we come from where we'll go we have we are just complex and um beautiful and brutal just like all things and i talk about that so much that duality and so have we been since the dawn of time i think if we look at any history book we can see that in spades the narcissism that comes somewhat instinctually to human beings, the hoarding, the keeping for ourselves. And at the same time, what we can also see is like the beautiful tendencies towards community and love and togetherness. So I think that we always carry this duality. And I think that of course we're gonna lean and of course we're gonna do everything that we can to lean into the community, to lean into the love side of things. But I think if our main goal is to find this sort of perfection, this nirvana, this uh, space where this heaven on earth, whatever you want to look at, um, where we have somehow managed to change the minds and conform or make like-minded what the 7 billion people in the world, I think that we are, I mean, you're fighting a losing battle. You really are fighting a losing battle. I think that the focus needs to remain, and this is something that I keep drawing myself back into over and over and over again. Of course I have moments. I get caught up. My God, the conversations that I have, I have spent some time, time that I should not have spent because I, it, I mean, I will never get that back. Just rolling through comments of people that I will never meet and will never change their mind even if I did meet them. And it, of course it bothers me to some degree, but then I remember that what is in control and what I, the only real thing that I can do, I mean, that's not true. You can, there, I mean, obviously there are, are things we can do in terms of activism, but like, I mean, deeply rooted, the biggest change, the most fundamental or the most important change that we can do is finding peace within. And that isn't to say, again, to eliminate or not get into 
causes and activism. I think it's really, really important. But I think that once it starts to consume you or once your end goal starts to be that perfection, that utopian world that we're going to live in where everyone's going to agree or we're all going to have complete sovereignty of self. And I mean, cool, sure. And it's I'm not trying to be a downer and say, like, that's never going to happen. But I guess, does it need to happen is my question. And is there not an alternative, an easier way to peace than to have 7 billion plus people um, discover, decide and agree on a, you know, loving, harmonious way of being? I was, I'm really into watching like nature documentaries and I've been trying to show them to my kid. He's really little and he'd prefer to watch videos about trucks. But um, it's very rare that you can find one that's not jarring and that doesn't have violence and stuff in it. And we were watching this one about chimpanzees and I had to shut it off because there's these two gangs of chimpanzees that are basically just like killing each other for territory and they don't even need it like they have an abundance of it it's just weird greed and i mean we these are our closest relatives these chimpanzees and so i looked at it and i just in a weird way found peace in to say that like we obviously as humans <laughs> can uh, can try and be logical and realize that there's enough to go around and stuff like that. But you're always going to find some people who have more of one side than the other. And you know what? We have to find peace with that. And we have to find ways of living and dealing with that that don't include us just banging our heads up against a wall. Because like I said, I go through, I've been going through some of these comments and I see some things and I think these people, it's not even about what they believe or the facts that they have or the truth that they think that they have, you know, somewhat exclusive access to. Um, it's just who they are, where they are, when they are and, and okay. You know, um, of course, when it causes harm, it's a challenging situation where you have to look at what you can do. But I mean, the question is for me then is what I can do arguing with that person? Is it me staying up at night having an argument with that person in my head? <laughs> or is it me looking at ways that I can support people who are doing stuff to counteract that rather than directly fight against it. I talked about it last week in my podcast as well. The idea of rather than fighting and trying to eliminate another side of things and trying to discredit or talk shit about or prove or make videos or whatever about how dumb or wrong or stupid or inaccurate or false or fake someone else's shit is just 
keep sharing yours. Keep sharing your truths for sure. Um, and if someone else is sharing theirs, especially if they're a stranger, um, I mean, if you really want to get into it, fisty internet cuffs, go for your life. But I just don't see how that's bringing anyone on any side of the conversation peace. Um, and I guess just be mindful of what you're consuming and what the intent of it is. My question always is, is this, what's that? There's like a thing, I think it's think, is this true? Is this helpful? Is this is necessary, is this kind? I don't know what the I stands for. Um, but I always found that very helpful. Um, to use as a guideline in terms of before I'm going to share something, um, before I'm going to even consume, oh, is it inspiring? That's it. I had to look it up. So think before you speak, but also think while you're consuming, before you take it on, before you decide, like, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Um, And if it's not, where can you tweak it to make it so? Or where can you, maybe it's something that you need to put down. I have just, my God, Marie Kondo the fuck out of my social media because I have realized that some really well-meaning people on, I don't want to say on both sides of the conversation because it is not a, just as simple as two sides of any conversation about any single thing. I think there are so many different angles to it. So I've I've just you know stepped away from a lot of different people who have veered into the territory of sharing stuff that is not inspiring, helpful, necessary, and kind. I don't know whether or not it's true. Um, but definitely it's not the rest of those things. And so, and then the end game seems to be this idea of perfection. And when we do that to ourselves, we end up in turmoil, turmoil. So it's the same thing. We are always being told and rightfully so not to strive per, per, to perfection for perfection in our own lives and, you know, what that will do. But somehow then we have projected that onto the bigger platform where we're trying to make it the most perfect, harmonious, you know, space. And it's just not going to be that space. Of course, we are always going to strive to be better. Of course, we should. Um, and I listened to this morning a podcast from my girl, Erica, the queen of confidence, and it was about dropping the ball and how everyone drops the ball and we all make mistakes and just go listen to it. It's fucking amazing. But in the same vein of when we are trying to get to that space, it's just we spend so much time lamenting on all of the stuff, right? And we get into these anxious bubbles because we're thinking about all of the things that need to be fixed and all of the mentalities and all of the systems and, 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 and instead of just being like, right, okay, 
what can I do and where's my spot and what's my responsibility and what's helpful and what can really move us forward. And, and a lot of times it's about little actions instead of big long-term picture thinking. And that's maybe for some people and like people are talking about stuff and I think it's important absolutely that we keep our eye on the ball, that we pay attention, that we don't get complicit, that we ask questions all the fucking time, ask questions. Um, but people are talking about shit 20 years from now, 10 years from now, whatever. Things that may or may not happen because we don't know anything. An asteroid could hit the world tomorrow and how are you spending your last day on earth? Is it fighting with someone in the comment section? Is it trying to create this crazy utopian future? Or is it living in a good day today, right? I think having a kid has been a game changer in, this, in the sense that like, I'm just never gonna have my shit together ever again because I couldn't get my shit together when it was just me that I was taking care of that I certainly couldn't get my shit together like as in like completely together in a picture perfect wrapped in a bow social media um highlight reel but in real life situation like my house is a fucking mess all the time there's only three of us and I swear to god I do laundry like every day all day um I never know what I'm eating for dinner like I mean it's just it's a lot and I'm create having to create peace in the chaos and to let go of the idea of perfection and of course i am plagued with what kind of world am i bringing my child up into but then i also have to let that go and know that i can only do my best and i can only keep trying for peace and 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 those moments of joy that i always talk about chasing that joy and finding that joy and teaching him that because there's so much that is out of my control. And if I think back to future or to past generations and, you know, what the world has looked like in so many different iterations. The other day I was thinking actually about, here goes, this is going to be a, a quote unquote short podcast. I was thinking about the whole peace and love movement of like the 60s and 70s and really, I guess, in and around the 70s when people were fighting against the establishment and the civil rights movement and how mirroring this time feels only hyper projected because we have the internet and we have access to not just through, you know, our local experiences, but really profoundly global we are witnessing people of all different ilks and feelings and you know what happened i mean surely all those people didn't just concede word of the day um and say all right you know and surely the world didn't completely go to shit and and it also didn't completely turn into this free loving utopian we all just continue to live in our dualities and when then we come up against sort of like boiling points and we it looks like what it looks like right now. And I think there are too many people that think that or are feeling like there is a right or wrong pivotal moment that is going to change things and then they can finally be at peace or finally be okay and that that they're warriors towards this sort of final climactic battle like hollywood-esque type movie 
seen. And I, I just personally don't think that that's, that's what's ever going to happen. I think that history is just this ebb and flow of life and conflict and, and duality and, you know, the revolutions and, and change and, but nothing is ever, I don't think, again, reading through history and stuff like that, of course, they have been massive things that are, and life and, you know, shifting and, and times, but then sort of, you know, we get back to a quote unquote normal or a steadiness and then the buildup happens. And then there's sort of like these times that we're experiencing, I think right now in terms of social justice and awareness and, and opinions and, and uh, sort of people versus government, whatever is, is coming to a, a boiling point and there will be things that happen and come out of it. And, and that, or I don't fucking know, to be honest. I mean, who knows? I, uh, <laughs> something that I like to think about whenever I get too stressed, whenever I get too concerned about, because I do like, as I've mentioned, to question all the things when I, when I, even sometimes when I look up into the sky and I see all of the planets and the, the moon and I think, what is even happening and what is real and what is true? And I get real deep and philosoph philosophical. Um, I just like to think about dinosaurs and I like to think about how really not that long ago, Instead of me sitting on my bed here in sunny Australia on my laptop recording a podcast with my iPhone next to me that's full of information and other, um, there used to be dinosaurs. And, and then one day, I don't know, a big meteor came and shifted things and then they all died and then the world went into hibernation and then it came back and then somehow we became here again whatever your dogma is of of how we became here we are and wow so that in a weird way helps me not worry about things too much because I think what will be will be and we can only again we can only look to live our most peaceful life and to do our part again I was going to do this whole um, thing about mental health and to share my experience with mental health and one of the things is that I am a naturally very, very anxious person and I can go into these deep sort of deep holes of overthinking and compulsive thinking. And it's really tough because it's not something I can just snap myself out of. I do a lot of work to reprogram my seemingly natural tendency to fall into those um, scenarios and how that builds anxiety in my body. And then that obviously affects the way that I act. When I'm feeling unwell and anxious and worried and stressed, the way that I interact with people, my, my tendency is to jump on different stories or jump down people's throats or get upset is significantly higher. And 
that is why, <laughs> what a roundabout way. That is why I think that the peace has to start within, the progress has to start within. Um, of course I look out and I look to where I can learn and what I can do. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm opening my mind to certain bits of information. But when I find that those outlets of information have not, have turned a corner and are not helpful or um, inspiring or necessary or kind, um, I start to uh, Marie Kondo them and get them out of my life and continue to keep an open mind. I don't think that just following people that share your same opinion is helpful. I still follow a lot of people who are, um, who have different opinions and that's beautiful and great, but I continue to come back to me and to know that this is the most fundamental work. And again, knowing my truth, my truth, because there will always be multiple versions of the truth period. And that's it. There will always be multiple versions of the truth because we are all experiencing this world in different ways. And there are as simple as an experience with my husband, we could have an argument and we will forever have to agree to disagree on who was the victim, who was the perpetrator in some scenarios because we just interpreted them differently. And we know what our own intention was and we know what are our own experiences. And that is really all that we can speak to at the end of the day. Um, and so it is experience and it is um, the way that someone is going to interpret something that is going to create however many different. And I think there's there's way more than just two different versions of the truth. Um, and again, that's cool. There's 7 billion people on the earth. We've got to have options. We've got to have options. Um, and so I don't know. That's it, guys. Stop trying to strive for perfection outside of yourself, obviously inside of yourself as well. Remember that peace starts within. And if you are in a scenario where you are consuming or fighting for a cause and in a sort of activism where you don't feel at peace or you can't find your peace in and amongst that, and if the opinions and actions and decisions of other people is disrupting your peace to the extent that you are becoming, I don't know, angry and hot and bothered and um, mm, hateful and just yicky yicky. <laughs> Ask yourself if that's a place you want to be in. And is that, a, is that really... Or if, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I just think that it would, it would be good if we could all just take a step back into ourselves and take a deep breath, and um, you know, Godspeed. Again, <laughs> whatever your, whatever your particular version or whatever that is, and when in doubt. Remember the dinosaurs. Peace out, friends. See you next time.